morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you online already. The bird gets the worm. Morning, David. Got Luke in the house. Catherine's there. Morning, Sharon. Oh, I was jealous, Sharon. Missed you guys. Would have loved to come up to Cairns. Couldn't fit it in this time. Great to see you all on this morning, team. As we get going, do the little intros. Hey, morning, Graham. Anyone who's new, if you're new, give us a shout-out in the chat. Even if you're not new, give us a shout-out in the chat. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, most of you do. Been uh, doing these Wealth Coffee Chats with some mad, keen property investors, maybe just like you, for a little while. So welcome along. And uh, each day, each weekday anyway, we try and get together and do this about 10 past 8. So uh, if this is your first time wandering by, finding us, you might have joined our mentoring program recently, whatever it is, welcome. Fantastic to have you. Get yourself subscribed, tuned in every day, YouTube, Facebook, mostly, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, And if you do miss it, there's replays. And if you want to subscribe, it's a podcast. It's on uh, Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and whatever. You can find it somewhere, I'm sure. Spotify, I find, is easiest. But anyway, whatever you're into. Great to have you here, folks. Thanks for joining us. Hey, listen, breaking records everywhere. It's been... It's been crazy, interesting times. I think I say that every time I bloody <laughs> every time we get together for this Wealth Coffee Chat. Crazy, interesting times. Record, 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 record. 400,000, biggest ever. What do you think it is? Tell me in the chat. What do you think the record that's broken right now? We have broken. Hey, morning, Rose. Good to see you. Uh, what do you reckon? Chuck it in the chat. Who thinks they've got a guess? Uh, It's one of the key drivers, the six key drivers. What record have we broken? We're good at breaking records of recent times. Not necessarily all records are fantastic to break, you know, lowest supply ever. That's not a good record to break, you know. Um, Lowest vacancies, well, depends on which side of the coin you're on, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Boom, Luke is all over it. All over it this morning. Immigration, folks. Immigration, temporary and permanent. We are off and cracking. 400,000. And we'll talk about that in a second. So stick with us. We're going to talk about immigration. We're going to talk about our population. Uh, and really, we're going to talk about what's that mean to us? What's that mean to us? What's going to happen, folks? Um, we already know this is underway. Listen, I talked about this ages ago. Um, And it's not very difficult when you concentrate on a certain little niche in your sort of in your in your space, this property space, this population space and kind of collect the info and put it all together um, to see really what's going on. A lot of people think it's a mystery. It's a crystal ball. You, You don't control things, but you can see things if you understand which bits influence what bits Uh, when it comes to real estate and population people. More people than properties equals rents going up, then equals values going up, uh, et cetera. So anyway, good morning, Melinda. Great to have you here. Let's talk about that. Let's quickly dive into the first part of today, which uh, which uh, 
I think uh, would be worth having a look at is let's set the scene with the key drivers. All right, let's have a look at this. What are the key drivers? Folks, jump in in the chat for me. There are six key drivers, and uh, we just talked talked about one then, the population, the population. The population uh, is one of the major six key drivers in the world of real estate values, these levers that get pulled back and forth um, that can affect our rents, that can affect our values. Let me know. Number one, uh, INT, giving it away, but uh, dive into the chat and put it in the chat. You can see them up on the screen. Let me know if you think you know what they are. All right, interest rates, interest. Is that how you spell it? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, my dyslexia is kicking in. Interest rates. You're dead right, Melinda. What we have, folks, is we have had a record. What record have we broken uh, in interest rates? The quickest, the fastest increase in the cash rate ever recorded. The fastest increase. So the time frame that is recorded, right? Record. Boom. Record, folks. All right. Let's talk about this. Population. Well, you just saw it. We've broken a record. Uh, the largest increase, uh, the largest, yeah, 10 in a row. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the, the, the most in a row and the fastest, folks, when you have a look at the data. So it's like we're breaking records everywhere. Supply and demand. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Number three, supply and demand. Demand. All right, what's going on? Worst supply chain Ever, right? So we've broken a record. Uh, it's gone down. Record. Um, it's the lowest all over the place, you know, which is r- like some of this stuff's really sad. You know, the most builders to go broke, you know, ever in one year, you know, pff, just pff, blow my mind, right? Uh, well, now, uh, number four, I don't know if anyone knows what this is, um, the politicians, um, maybe we could, maybe, uh, what, what record did they break? What record did one of the politicians in Victoria break? <laughs> I think, let's 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 make the narrative let's make the narrative um, um, fit fit where we are. Um, all right, okay, I'm gonna record lockdown, record record lockdown, lockdown, uh, lockdown. Anyway, uh, good on you, Andrew. What, what was his name? Um, yeah there you go um so next employment employment what what do we got here folks sharon's saying it right record unemployment record unemployment um so that's down but it's a record record all right and infrastructure infrastructure why am i talking about infrastructure infrastructure means um where are we spending the money and we have Record interest rates. Woo. Check that out, folks. Anyway, I made up the politician bit on the fly, but we we have got some drivers going on, and there's records all over the place. Um, you know, record record lowest um vacancy, vacancy rates, right? You know, in supply and demand. You know, oh, just crazy times. Anyway, there you go. There's the scene. It's been set, folks. And the, the one thing that's holding the lid on this um, 
the one thing that's holding the lid on, you know, this is the interest rates right now, okay? And and probably the politicians, to be honest. They're maniacs. Um, can't control them, can we? Anyway, let's talk about the one I wanted to talk about today, which is, which is politicians. No, not politicians. <laughs> the population. Population. Crazy times. Things happening. And uh, for us as investors, what does that mean, right? More than 220,000 international students have moved into Australia in the first nine months of the year. Record migration, folks, record 400,000, biggest ever. What, um, you know, and we talked about this the other day. We had a bit of a chat about students, um, but one of the benefits, well, one of the things that um, this student stuff is giving us right now is that uh, it's the students are landing in two cities majorly. Um, what's the most popular city in Australia for students, folks? Does anyone know the most popular? And especially, um, especially from the number one student migration at the moment or immigration, number one student Im- immigration is from India. Um, and what's their favourite town? What's their favourite city in Australia to go to? You know, there are two. Um, yeah, boom, Melbourne, Melbourne, right? Um, and you saw those stats the other day, right? The the vacancy rate in Melbourne now is the second lowest in the country, second lowest, and it's going to get lower, folks. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Melbourne, Sid, uh, and then Briz, right? Okay, but Melbourne by a country mile, by almost like 50% more, folks, um, which, is, which is interesting, all right, which is good. Look at that. Anyway, from a low, which is sort of climbed all the way back up to 400,000. So quite a large increase. But in reality, let's have a look at this, folks. If we were to continue, you know, our 200,000 a year, it's kind of like just making up for, it's just making up for what we didn't do, you know, in 2020 and 21, you know, potentially. So, if we were meant to go, you know, 2020, 200, uh, if we're meant to go 2021, 200, and then 2022, 200, you know, what are we, what should we expect, team? What should we expect in the next 12 months? Just do the math. I reckon, I reckon, you know, let's, let. I'm going to chuck this one out there. I think we will see another 350 to 400,000. Um, in the next little bit, because the 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 government's attitude from you know for, for quite for quite a while, to be honest, um, has been, hey, our natural population isn't keeping up. We need to bring enough new people into, uh, yep, another four hundred. That's what I'm thinking, Bradley. Right? It's going to ca- it's called what? What's it called? Sam talks about this all the time. It's called mean. Reversion. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. Mean reversion, which means it was headed there anyway. And just because it stopped doesn't mean it's gone forever. It's like what's going on right now. Like, okay, um, interest rates go up and then people purchasing properties, people purchasing properties, the P's, uh, you know, stop. There's less people out in the market because, you know, Interest rates are high and uh, they're worried about things. 
Now, did they go away? Are they never going to buy a property? No, they just stop and wait. So what will happen now? We'll have, we'll have record people getting into the market. Well, I mean, not necessarily long-term records, but, you know, the last year was low and then it will make it up. The buyers don't go away. The, the demand doesn't go away. It, it gets paused and then it comes back. This is what's happening with our population. And we'll we'll talk about what does this mean to us as investors here. Lots of students, um, lots of students coming into the country, big student and, uh, you know, temporary work, holiday makers, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, quite interesting how many students in Australia right now. And this is the visas. So this is cumulative 2021, 20, 22, 23. Now, Student visas, you can be here for a number of years. You can do a certain amount of work. There was a little um, there's a little sort of loophole in the student visas where people were getting student visas, coming to Australia and not going to uni, not, not being a student and just working full time. Uh, the government's going to tighten that one up. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but here's where we as property investors and maybe making a, uh, making an intelligent analysis of this information and how we can maybe benefit or use it to guide our purchasing and investment decisions. The number one skilled migration program in Australia is registered nurses. Registered nurses, like, you know, that's the one. And <clears throat> we've got lots, our population is aging. Uh, we've got lots and lots of uh, there's shortages in in nursing and skilled nurses everywhere. Um, but let's let's ask the question. So if we're saying, all right, the skilled nurses, uh, and then you got you know software and app programmers, whatever, and accountants. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that that one's actually pretty tough. Chefs. Um, but let's let's let, let's look at this. Registered nurses, folks. Let's join some investment ideas to that. So what what would you ask yourself? What would be a question you'd ask yourself as an investor? All right, nurses. Okay, they earn good money. Um they um you know they where where are they going to go? What is the major places that they would go? And uh I'd say, well, well let's have a look at the biggest. Let's have a look at the biggest hospitals in Australia. Like like where are they? You know, and Sam talks about this all the time. There's a number of belts, right? Where do nurses want to live? Exactly, Sonia. Well, most of them would probably want to live as close as they can to where they work. I know that for a fact with hospitals. Uh, and then Sam, yep, that's it. That's it, Sharon. Like, so, you know, um, Sam talks about these belts all the time, right? Um, these belts of investment, right? So there's the, um, you know, the green belt. You know, there's the um, the water belt or the ocean belt or the beach belt or whatever it's called. Um, there's the the medical belt um, and the um, I'm having a mental blank now. Who remembers the belts? I think it's something to do with the jobs belt or something, the employment belt or whatever. Um, so these belts are where are oh, education. It was education, education. Anyway, so there's these kind of areas where these things happen, right? So nurses also need childcare. Exactly, Sonia. Schools, dead right. School belt. That's right. <laughs> I think I'm 
brain dead moment. Not enough coffee. Yep, not enough coffee. So we have all these belts, sand belt. That's right, instead of the beach. Might have to uh, sharpen myself up on Sam's stuff. But anyway, let's have a look. Well, where are they? Where are these uh, nurses and what are they doing? Well, let's go and have a look at the 10 biggest hospitals in Australia, folks. Royal Brisbane Women's Hospital, number one. Gold Coast University, number two. Hey, does anyone know? I don't know if you know this. There is um, the Gold Coast is considered a regional location. It's an easier visa to get for migration. So too is Newcastle. So too is Wollongong. So too is the Sunshine Coast. These, uh, so too is Toowoomba. There's these regional locations which are far easier to get um, visas for. Anyway, keep that on your mind. Um, all right. There's all the big hospitals, but where, folks, where is the biggest hospital project in history being constructed or underway right now? Does anyone know? Anyone know where the biggest hospital project is? And this town is uh, purported to be turned into one of the uh, one of the big ones. Anyway, I'll put you out in misery. <laughs> it's great. Check it out, folks. The biggest hospital project in Australia's history. Breaking records. Again, records everywhere. Records. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the Andrews Labor government will deliver the biggest hospital project in Australian history with massive upgrades to the Royal Melbourne Hospital, the Royal Women's Hospital uh, and an Arden Medical Precinct. There you go. And it's going to be connected by a train line. Crazy. Folks, there you go. Okay, we've got the biggest one in history in Melbourne. So for me, for you as an investor, if we're thinking, all right, well, where do we invest? What do we do? That's not a bad idea. Where are these major projects? Where are these hospitals? Where do nurses and doctors and other people need to live? Uh, I know one of um, the, our, my mentoring and co- uh, uh, coaching uh, coaches, uh, Megan, she has an amazing property up in Brisbane that she Airbnbs right next to the hospital up there, the Royal William, and she crushes it, kills it, absolutely knocks it out of the park. So, you know, these things here. Uh, temporary migration has um, has doubled since 2007, so, you know, 2 million. Temporary is like working visas and stuff like that. Um, um, as we go, uh, you know, there's more competition for permanent migration as well which is which is interesting so you know where is that you know you have a look at what's coming in uh, who's who's making up the part of it which is you know always worth understanding but here's a couple of things and we'll finish with this so you know what does that mean to us as investors well um populations actually we'll do this what happens what what happens when House prices, um, when the mortgage price increases, well, um, it went down a little bit. What happens when when population increases by 1%? What happens when population increases by 1%, team? Then, boom, have a look at that, right? Value, a value increase. So for all of us as investors, we go, right, what, what does it look like? Where are we going to be? What are we going to do? What are we going to get a piece of? Get in place right now because most of the population 
is still reeling from the interest rate rises. And fair cop, uh, it's going to stay high for the rest of the year, interest rates. And some inflation is still going to, you know, cause some effects on um, effects on things. So, you know, there's that. But what uh, a couple of things to watch out for as we as we as investors check it out. Okay, uh, this is that little issue that the uh, education visas have been been working on. So. Uh, education, Australia's $40 billion education, that's not bad, sector is set for a shake-up. The government attempts to sift the genuine students from those who use the education visa as a backdoor visa to work, right? So keep an eye out on that. Uh, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do it, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think they've got bigger fish to fry, to be honest. Uh, one thing, here's something, folks, and I don't know if anyone's been watching this, the government set like a a temporary skilled visas, a temporary working visa, a temporary one, skilled visa, like they set a certain visa at a uh, an, an earning limit, right? So a wage limit. So uh, in the past, it was $57,000, right? And there's a bunch of other things attached to this temporary working visa thing. But in the past, it was set. And 10 years ago, it was set at 57 and has not changed. It was meant to be indexed. Government said they would and, oh, fancy that. They didn't, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, 10, 10 12 years later, uh, inflation and so on, temporary skilled working visas was still and still as today uh, fixed at $57,000. Now, why do I bring this up for um, – why do I bring this up for yeah, totally needs to change, Sonia. Totally needs to change. So there's a there's a proposal to change it. Uh, there's a bit of stuff going on. Keep an eye on it. But but what will happen now? It should have been changing incrementally, folks. It should have been changing incrementally, right? This is the thing. This is the thing. The politicians kick it down the road, you know, for later, for later, for later, and it becomes a problem. You know, they're not. You know, they they they're cowards. They don't do the thing when they need to, and then when it's then when they do do it, they do it and it and it hurts people. Anyway, what's the what's the downside of this? Uh, which it needs to happen. Not arguing about you know the minimum wage in any way, shape, or form. But what's the downside of this in one foul swoop? It should have been indexed. It should have happened over ten years incrementally. It should have already been seventy thousand, right? What happens now? So that shock goes into the system wherever these people are working, you know, so there's a negative to it in, in, in temporary terms where wherever they work, people will want to be paid more. Those businesses can't afford it um, and there'll be a challenge, a problem. But what happens if they get through that initial shock? The, the price increases will pass on to the customer and that will in, that will um, that will fuel inflation inflation right so that just makes inflation go up or add to inflation so anyway they should have done it before they're doing it now keep an eye on it <clears throat> on the flip side folks what does it mean if someone's getting paid more uh who wins out of that well first I'll, I'll, we'll do this one tomorrow uh the government gets more taxes happy days 
another way of them them getting more tax from us. Anyway, there you go. Uh, but also, uh, people have more money to pay for rent and mortgages, folks. Mortgages. Um, yep. People have more <coughs> money to pay for rent. So on the flip side, we're getting a benefit. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that made sense today, folks. Population is huge for us as investors. We can be on the right side of the ledger for our goals, which is property investing. Uh, And uh, if we understand a few of these things, certainly one of the ideas in this takeaway, certainly where hospitals are in Australia, the major cities, certainly Brisbane and Melbourne, are huge and a great opportunity to invest around uh, for significant rentals, for significant value. Um, So there you go. One thing to maybe have a look at. That's it. That's it for me. We're done. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. Population is huge. It's going to continue. What are we doing about it? Get on the right side of it, folks. What I can tell you, and I've been saying this for a little while now, now's a great time to purchase. If you can, you should. You can seriously don't muck around because in a year's time, you're going to be paying $50,000 to $100,000 more then you are paying right now. Not kidding. Not kidding. Because it has to happen. Folks, it's going to happen. The demand part will be significantly more than the supply for the next five years, if not beyond. The government has no idea how to fix it. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Anyway, folks, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat, done and dusted. Went a bit late today. (laughs) <laughs> a fair bit to talk about. Anyway, I don't know. I try to keep it to 20 minutes and I never do. Maybe it's just wishful thinking, hey? All right, folks, done. Over and out. Thanks for joining me. Join me again tomorrow for another one. Till then, bye for now, folks. 